I want to talk to you guys about stage one STEM challenges. Now, we talk about this all the time, different activity ideas, but I want to make sure that you have a complete toolbox of ideas as you get started in this semester and what to do if you have already been following us for a while and you've been doing some of our really fun challenges with your kids and you don't want to repeat them. Well, here's the thing. You can repeat them and your kids will still love them. Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Natasha. From college roommates to co-founders of Vivify STEM, pull up a seat as we discuss our experiences as aerospace engineers, teachers, moms, program directors, curriculum writers, graduate students, and friends. This is the STEM Space Podcast. Hey, oh, you thought somebody would answer me back, but nope, it's just me this time. It's Claire. I'm here to talk to you about something that you may be wondering as you're starting in the school year, and Natasha's not with me because I have a newborn, and it is really hard for us to get together at this point, uh, mostly because of me. It's <laughs> During the day, I am usually rocking a baby or trying to console a screaming baby, and so I thought I would record this when I had time just to make sure we are continuously delivering you quality content and it's not uh, dependent upon my schedule. So without further ado, stage one STEM challenges. There are different variations that you can do to make them more challenging or change them up for students who may be in junior high, especially middle schoolers, and they're like, I've already done this before. I know what to do. You're like, wait, no, I have new constraints. So first, I want to run through some ideas for if you've never done some stage one STEM, you need some new ideas. Maybe you haven't seen all of our different resources for back to school and getting those icebreakers or stage one STEM challenges to work on teamwork, communication, collaboration, critical thinking before they dive into some engineering design challenges. So I'm going to run through some of our favorites. First up, newspaper tower challenges or newspaper challenges. Those are something that are really fun. One, because it tackles all of the communication and teamwork things that we want to work on, but also because you can get your newspaper involved and the supplies are easy to get. So go to your local newspaper and say, hey, I want to do a challenge for my students. I'm a teacher. Do you have any extra newspapers that we can use? And more often than not, they are happy to give you all those newspapers that they were just going to put in the recycling bin. And then you can send them pictures and they'll probably put it in the paper, which is great for your school. Your admin will love that uh, and your kids will be excited to be in the paper as well. So what that entails is several different challenges having to do with only newspaper and tape. You can have your students build a table that has to hold a certain weight, maybe a book. You can even have them build a chair. Now that one's really fun because it has to hold one of the students in their group. So you can do it in pairs or up to three students usually works best and have them be able to hold a whole student where it has to be a certain height off the ground and their feet have to be off the ground and they have to balance there for a certain amount of time usually a matter of like five seconds or so that one's hilarious and a really great challenge for the beginning of the year it gets them hyped up about doing stem and gets them to work as a team now if they've already done these challenges here's what you need to do 
start adding more constraints. Maybe make it to where they cannot talk to each other in a team, so they have to communicate in another way. Or maybe they can each only use one hand as they're building. Maybe limit their supplies. So yes, you can use newspaper and tape, but you only get a foot of tape, or you only get a uh, you know, three inches stack of newspaper. I don't know. That's a lot of newspaper, but something like that. You start limiting the things that they can use or the things that they have, and that's how you'll change up all the challenges. Another thing that's really common, of course, is the tower challenges. Now, you can have your whole class do a use a certain material. So build the tallest tower out of newspaper or out of index cards or out of toothpicks and marshmallows. Or you can have different groups use different supplies and then you're you'll able be able to compare them at the end and say well which one was harder what what do you think was the easiest to build with and then they can really talk about materials and that's a great way to get into the school year is talking about not only strategies in building things but materials really do matter so have them analyze structurally which things work the best and why that's a great foundation to be able to point back to later in the year, maybe when you're building more open-ended challenges where they get to choose materials. You could say, well, why, why would you choose to use popsicle sticks over index cards? And then they say, well, they're sturdier, or this makes a stronger base, or this is easier to stick tape to, because they'll be able to point back to the things that they learned on this first lesson and differentiating how you build these tower challenges, which are pretty basic. And I know everybody does tower challenges. So that's one way that you can mix that one up. Now there's several other fun challenges that I recommend that you do more than once because they will really learn from them. And that is the space docking. I'm sure you've seen us post about that before if you've been following us for a while. And that's where you have basically two kind of bowls. You can either use PVC connectors or I use dog bowls that nest on top of each other. It has holes drilled around the perimeter of or the circumference of one of the dog bowls and have ropes coming out of them. So it kind of looks like a spider on one of the bowls. The other bowl you put off somewhere across the room. The one that has the ropes attached to it, each student, probably six students, five or six students on a team, will hold one rope. So that's how many ropes you'll need around the edge. And we'll post uh, instructions in the show notes about how you can do this. And then they have to balance a ball on top of the bowl that's in the middle. Then they have to work as a team to move that bowl with the ball balanced on top all the way across the room to nest into the other bowl. Now this looks like it should be easy, but it can be really challenging if you use the correct ball. The lighter and bigger the ball, the harder it is for them to figure out how to do it. And that's something if they do it multiple times, they'll get better at, but then you can switch the ball or change if they can talk to one another or if they just have to motion with their hands or if they have to be a certain distance apart or maybe you know, limit the amount of people that are carrying this. So instead of having six people, you just have three that have to balance it. So that's something that's really fun and you don't have to use a bunch of materials. It's something that you can use over and over again, uh, non-consumables. Another one that's really fun that's kind of similar is the helium stick challenge. And that's where you have 
a bunch of straight straws that you connect to each other, about four of them connect end to end. You can nest them inside each other or tape them together. So it makes a long stick of straws. Then what you do is you have students line up to where there's, I usually do three at a time, three at a time where two students are shoulder to shoulder and one is facing them the other way. What they have to do then is about waist high, they point with their pointer fingers away from them. I hope you're visualizing this. We're gonna post links in the show notes if you're not tracking with me. Then they have to balance that whole straw stick on all of their pointer fingers, okay? And so what they have to do then is together lower this stick of straws all the way to the ground without losing contact from any of their fingers. That means if one team member's fingers loses contact, you have to go all the way back up to the waist height again. We call this the helium stick challenge because inevitably what happens is as they're trying to keep their fingers in contact with the straws, it starts raising up instead of going down to the floor. And it's really funny because they get really frustrated with that. Now that's something that you can do over and over again by just switching up the teams and that adds a new dynamic and it really works on those teamwork skills because they have to be patient and they really have to communicate. So those are my top favorites. Some other things that you can do are like chair stacking or cup stacking. Now the chairs, you'll have to look on Amazon and we'll drop a link in the show notes. These chairs are tiny little chairs. They look like they're made for little figurines or something. They're bigger than Lego, but they are chairs that are meant to be stacked in a game. And they're really fun because it looks like this should be a simple challenge, And what will surprise you is the students that figure it out aren't the ones that typically figure things out. And I don't know why this happens, but this happens every time when I do it. It's the kids who surprise themselves of they just figured it out because they're not overanalyzing it, I think. And they have to stack these chairs to make the tallest in the class. So you do these in small groups. Again, a lot of communication, teamwork's needed in there. And then if you've done this before, you can limit those uh, resources that they have, take away a hand or take away their communication to make it more challenging and see if they can stack these chairs really tall. I'll post pictures of that on our social media as well because it's pretty fun. And then another stacking one is the cup challenge. And you've probably seen this before is where you have to stack cups to make the tallest tower or stack it in a pyramid. And these are like solo cups using only string and rubber bands, and they cannot use their hands to touch the cups. And so it takes them a while to figure out a good strategy to be able to do that, but they really have to work as a team. And again, you can restrict the constraints to be able to make this more challenging for older kids or kids who have done this before. So those are my top icebreakers that I start out at the beginning of the year. If you have any other questions or if you'd like to find out more, make sure you go to our website and search icebreakers or stage one STEM and have a fabulous year. STEM space out.